You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and quantum Reiki healer. And I am continuing my series on the Celestine Prophecy. This time we are talking about the seventh insight, which is called Engaging the Flow. And coming from the heavy episode <laughs> the last time about clearing the past and how I called it like with shadow work, um, this one is a little bit more uplifting, although it's still like very important. And I think one of the ones that um, is really necessary in order to make this a sustainable thing that we can all do as a collective um, is uh, at least I think a feeling a little more high vibrational than the last one. Um, and so with this one, engaging the flow is talking about the process of staying in the energy and finding a more systematic way to gain energy so that it's not so sporadic and we don't find the need to go to other people to get the energy. Because if you remember, we're trying not to be in a power struggle and we're trying not to play out our old control dramas in order to engage other people to get their energy. Um, and so we're trying to connect right to the source of energy, which we learned before can be um, going right to like plants or trees in order to get it. And this insight talks about a focus of the environment around you and like focusing on the energy of the environment you're in. And so remembering um, that you can fill up on it. And if you're not in that particular environment, like I was talking about before, um, when I was talking about the message of the mystics, sometimes we're not like just able to walk outside into a virgin forest. Like most of the world <laughs> is not like that. So you're not gonna get like a huge sense of euphoria just by like going for a quick walk in your backyard, right? But there's this idea that with that, what we learned was once you've had the experience, you can get back to it. So that actually applies to environments as well. So I was thinking of this myself because it says when you can remember its appearance, then that unique beauty is something that you can really tap into. And so in person, when you're there, you close your eyes, you are still thinking about the tree in front of you. You're thinking about its unique beauty and shape is what they always talk about with like when you're focusing on something for the first time. Um, it talked before about how like things appear brighter. Um, but there's this like feeling of closeness with it. So it doesn't matter how far away you are, you're still experiencing its energy because you've experienced it before. And I just wanted to talk about um, 
in a pat in the last episode um we were talking about like shadow work and really like doing different like meditations to bring up past experiences but we can do that in a positive way I don't know if you've noticed but a lot of meditations will say like think of your favorite place in nature um or just like think of a your happy place or like for, for like particular um, types of meditations there's like a you're supposed to think of the same place every time and so that's something that you can apply to this as well um, that feeling of like closeness to nature can come from just a memory of a particular place that you feel like you can connect to and touch no matter where you are and then once you have that feeling of closeness once you're able to reach that then you have to breathe it in and so this is like a deep conscious breath where you're holding it for five seconds is what they say, which that might sound familiar to anyone who does like regular guided meditations. And then you have to visualize it filling you like a balloon, they say. And so this is something that like anybody can apply. Like you, you can record yourself saying these steps and do it, right? And then once you've started doing that process where you're consciously breathing, then you can check the seal if you've see if you feel that love and like source energy. And so I don't know if you've ever done like one of those meditations where you're just so connected to whatever the visualization is and you can actually feel that energy, but that's what the goal is with this. And like I said, it does go back to the message of the mystics where we talked about how like once you've experienced it, you can get back to it. That's like the kind of shortcut, I guess. And so that's what this is kind of talking about with engaging the flow is that in order for it to be systematic, you have to have something as like the base for it. Like there has to be like a precedent. So it is best if you have experienced either it through a visualization, like it doesn't have to be somewhere you've actually been in nature if you haven't been anywhere that gives you that feeling. But if there's like a visualization that someone did in a guided meditation that stuck out to you, maybe they described a place so well that like you could sense it with different senses. Like maybe you could hear the sounds, you could see it, you could feel it, whatever the case may be. Um, it is kind of important that you're able to reach that in order to engage with it according to like this process. And then... The idea is that the steps are kind of that you have to give up that control drama. You have to know how to fill up with this energy. And then you also, by doing that, like you're receiving intuition from your higher self. And so they talk about how this is like in the back of your mind as like a daydream or a vision. Um, and that that's how you'll receive this information. So like you will get um, an answer as long as you're following the other steps you're not you're getting energy directly from this process of either being in nature or connecting to a vision of nature and then you'll have like this preliminary like vision and once you've consciously engaged with this you're engaging with evolution because it's probably going to be a vision of something that is actually going to happen and so that starts the process. Like once you're able to start this like daydreaming, it produces more coincidences because then like you're able to be like in the flow, you're getting the nudges. And I, like I said, in my general um, 
episodes about spirit crumbs. This is kind of how it happens, right? Like you put it out there to your higher self or whoever you're talking to, spirit, source, whatever. And then you start to have the an idea of what you might want. And once you've connected to that idea, then you'll start to get the coincidences, right? So I kind of wrote out here in my notes, like five steps that they kind of say, because it made it a bit easier for me. I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. I need to have like concrete steps. Um, my mercury is in Capricorn. I have to break things down. Um, and so hopefully this is helpful for you as well. But step number one was just getting the energy. So that was what we were just talking about, how you have to give up the control drama and learn how to fill up energy for yourself from source, especially through nature. And then the second one is like the basic life question, which goes back to the clearing your past where you're just like knowing in general, maybe that we'll use the example, like that you're trying to find um, a type of spirituality that's not super religious, but that's not atheist, something that's just true to you and that is your truth and your unique evolution that you're contributing. And so then... Once you have that in mind and you really have filled yourself up with energy, you're just in this great vibration. And then what you can do is to center yourself. If it's, if you're really looking for like concrete answers is that you have to have like an immediate smaller question, something that you're looking for the answer to right now, something that you know, in the moment, it's going to lead you closer to your basic life question. And so the key to this is asking the right questions. Because that's what gives you the intuitive direction. So if you're really focused on one really tiny detail that like really doesn't matter, you may not see a whole lot of coincidences coming up because you're not seeing what the path is. So sometimes that's why I think I think that's why the second one is to connect back to your basic life question to make sure that your immediate questions are actually going to be productive for you and on your path, right? Because then number four is the intuitive direction. And so that's where you'll start to get that daydreaming or a vision that is very clear to you. And then number five is to just be alert to the coincidences. So you're looking for the spirit crumbs. You're looking for those people to show up. Um, Because in the book, there is like more of a focus on like people bringing you the information. And once you're in that state of like love and just openness and awareness, um, no one can really take your energy because you have no reason to really engage with control dramas anymore. And even if someone's trying to take energy from you, you're just not going to really be pulled into it anymore because you're going to know from like a higher consciousness. And again, like I've talked about this, I think before, I don't know if it's just on Instagram right here, but like, it's not that anyone is better than anyone else. It's just, you're on a different frequency. It's just a different like radio station. I know that's kind of a cliche now, but like, It's just that like, you're not able to tune in to that energy anymore. And so that's where like, once you've cleared the past, I think that's why that's such a huge step. It's going to come up a lot, right? You're going to be tested all the time on 
these same patterns. But as long as you are focused on your own path, connecting to energy for yourself, um, listening to your intuitive nudges and visions, and then looking for the coincidences, you're really not going to have any reason or interest in jumping back into someone's drama, right? You're just going to be like, wow. And that's where when we talk about when you do the shadow shadow work on yourself and start healing things, you do start to notice that certain people and situations kind of fall away where you're like, oh, like, I don't really feel that even though I know we were kind of friends before, I don't really feel like I'm connected to this person anymore. And it could just be that they're so heavily rooted in their control drama still that you really don't have any way of connecting because you're not interested in being dragged into that and they're not yet ready to be outside of that. They haven't cleared their past yet, right? And so it's not a bad thing. Everyone has this path on their own. You can't force it on someone, but you also don't have to keep going back into a control drama that's no longer serving you and that's pulling you and disconnecting. Like if you have to unplug from source every time you connect to that person, and then somehow try to get back on track after. Those are the days when you're really drained, right? Like if you're really having such a good day, you had your whole morning ritual, you're on a roll, and then that per dramatic person calls you, drags you back into their drama. And like maybe it's like they are like a poor me and they're like <laughs> complaining about their life and maybe they're like gossiping. And maybe that used to be your control drama and maybe that's how you bonded. Because, you know, people talk about like trauma bonding and that kind of a thing. So it could be that that really does trigger you back into old patterns and maybe that's someone you need to let go of, right? So I just wanted to bring that up because, like I said, all of these insights are connected. There's a reason that it's like one consistent message just being built on because like, that's how life is. It's not like you do one thing. It's not like you clear the past and then you never have to deal with it again, right? You have to constantly remind yourself. That's why we create practices, right? Like that's why there are, I just am realizing this now, like it makes sense. That's why you have to have like a practice. And that doesn't mean everyone has a daily practice. It just means that it's something that you connect to that grounds you back into like seeing your path and seeing your higher vision for what your life is going to be right like everyone has to have something that they can return to that's consistent because like we were talking about there needs to be a systematic way for you to gain this energy because it has to be sustainable it has to be something that you can do over time because it also has to be something that everyone can do right because the idea is that as a collective we're going to move in that direction we have to wait for a critical mass at each insight of people doing that thing whatever it is whether it's clearing the past past or recognizing the message of the mystics or in this one engaging the flow um, it needs to be enough people doing it so it has to be something that people can do <laughs> and it has to be something that's sustainable right we can't all just be in and out of it all the time or what's the point and so the, they talk about how once we've done these five steps and you're at the being alert stage, number five, that objects might start to jump out to you. So in the book, they talk about how things might look more bright. They might look more iridescent. So if you're deciding which way to go on a path, one way might just look more beautiful than the other. 
it doesn't mean that objectively like there's just a ton of flowers in one direction it might just be like you're like i don't know why this particular tree trunk <laughs> looks really attractive to me right now and then if you're feeling intuitively drawn to go that way then that's probably the way you're meant to go so this is still giving you obviously free will but it's just saying that you have to be alert to the coincidences and for me how i see that is like you know, the synchronicities, the things that are drawing you that way. And then this also in this um, insight, it talks about how a really important way of getting messages is in dreams, which we talk about a lot in the spiritual community, um, that because like these visions and messages from the higher self are so important in order to find the coincidences, sometimes the most important ones will be in your dreams. And they say that every time there's a storyline in the dream or like a plot that you're following, you have to apply that to your current life. And so the idea is like, the example given is like, if you're struggling in like a really fast moving river and you're struggling and struggling, trying to get out of the water, you're freaking out, you finally get yourself to shore, you get up onto like a cliff to look and see ahead. And then you realize that it actually slowed down. And there was like a paradise that you would have gotten to, but now you have no way of getting to because you're too high up or something. Then like, if you apply that to your current life, maybe you're struggling against the thing that's actually bringing you on your path, right? And like, I've talked about this, I think before, maybe in a live or something, how like the things that I resist the most are really important for my path and so like I think I talked about in this podcast at some point how I resisted Reiki for a long time and then I finally was like okay like I'm gonna stop resisting this and just see what happens and then I fell in love and I realized like wow this is a huge part of my path so it's always something that you're missing really that will come up in your dreams but as they said like this can also be in like thoughts daydreams um and then intuition intuition that comes to you by like things that are mentioned and so i wrote out um a quote from the book because i was like i can't even summarize this and it what it says is we build our energy and center ourselves in our situations in the questions we have then we receive some form of intuitive guidance an idea of where to go or what to do, then coincidences occur to allow us to move in that direction. That's just the general um, direction of like how that works. And so it's like, then the more we follow the coincidence, we find the new thing, we then grow our awareness, we're a fuller person for learning this, and then we're on a higher vibration that we're now staying at because that's the new normal. And so it talks about also how there's like a silver lining for every event. Like there's always something that we are learning that is making us a fuller person and expanding us. And like that growth is something that we then hold on to that like is making us a more aware and experienced human, you know, and we're raising our vibration by doing that. And there's spiritual growth that happens when we push ourselves through a difficult time. 
you come out the other side with a higher perspective of how things in life might be leading us in a great direction, even if they feel really crappy at the time. Something that I actually am dealing with a lot right now. So um, I can relate to this. And I think that this particular insight, engaging the flow, um, the main thing with this is that we have to stay connected even when it's really difficult. And I think that's where like I kind of fell off a little bit where I wasn't doing my full normal morning routine. And then that does snowball. It does pull you out of um, the flow because it has to be systematic, as I said, which as a Capricorn, I agree with. I enjoy this. I like systems. I like routines, right? So it's just another reminder even for me that um, I do always feel better when I kind of take the time for these morning rituals and daily practices and that when things come up, I mean, if I if things came up that are happening now, a year ago before I really fully committed to these routines and to this work, uh, I'm sure I would not have handled them as well. And I think that that just proves to me that like the fact that I did maintain um, this awareness and uh, these practices um, really did benefit me a lot. And then it made me realize now that like, if I had focused more on it, even when the things were happening, which I did, but not as much as I should have, um, that, you know, it's not too late. I can start doing that now. I can start doing more meditation and being more mindful um, and paying more attention to like dreams and um, the ways in which I'm being connected. So I just want to put that out there and see if anybody else really resonates with this one because it was particularly um, helpful and, like I said, more energizing and uplifting compared to the past ones for me just because it's something that is giving you like a concrete way of, of keeping that connection. It's something that I'm like, oh, well, I could do that. Like To me, like I said, it's like for me the process of spirit crumbs where it's like once you have this idea – and then you put it out there like, yeah, I'd like to do that. And then all of a sudden a person shows up and then you have to act on that thing, right? You have to make the choice and you'll know when it's the right choice. And I think that's where when they talk about something looking really like sparkly and like bright, like you'll know when it's the thing that is that you're drawn to. So I would love to hear any examples of how you have been maybe consciously or just unconsciously just following the flow and how that's really worked for you. And then next episode, we will be talking about the interpersonal ethic, which goes back to some of the previous um, insights, but really helps us move forward. So we'll be looking forward to that. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.